This is gonna sound awful. I woke up in the morning, I was in the bath. <laughs> I got a wank in front of three people and I gotta pay £159 for my troubles. <laughs> Playing here, it, it was it was my life. We don't just dominate the ball, we dominate in every aspect of the game. Shots, better chances. Again today we give a penalty away from a set piece because we we don't want to fight properly. Um, so again the problem is both boxes. Then we give away a second goal which is well, it's pathetic. It's why we are where we are in the league. We don't have more points on the board because between the boxes the team functions so well. We get there so often. People were really willing to run to goal today as well. We had a lot of chances, but we need to make more of them. Um, but we have a real problem, somehow, still, defending set pieces. So that should hurt them as much as it hurts me, because the potential in them young guys in particular, and it's not just them, it's the team, but the potential in them guys is incredible. Yeah, I'm not sure, I'm not sure it's, it's our job to pick them up anymore. We have to pick each other up. It's our job to find a way to stop the goal's happening, but maybe they're too nice because we're too nice to them, I don't know. <coughs> Watford, home. Did you get battered, didn't you? Oh, God. Yeah, it's um, one of them where... When was our last win? Eight games ago. Was it really how long ago? Eight games ago, the win we are now. Um, what was that against? I can't even remember. <laughs> Have a quick. Just, uh... I don't want my head saying Coventry. I might be on way off. Coventry. Like I don't know. Right, so I, got... I don't know. No, One, three all two, of Coventry. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Fuck nine off. games ago. So the, no our last win was against the scum. Fuck it now. God, that long ago. Yeah. October twenty first. Let's double 23rd, check. Twenty yeah. third. One all Bristol City. Yeah. Lost, Lost to Preston. Nil. Yeah. Drew a Wigan. Drew with Birmingham, Drew with Huddersfield, lost to Norwich, Drew with Coventry, and lost to fucking Reading. Fucking hell. Uh, well, Curse and South Wales derby. Yeah, nine games ago. I, I'm going to be honest, like the last game, I guess I've seen loads online now about fucking Martin's times up and stuff. Yeah, I've read loads about People it. take issue with him not accepting responsibility to call, and calling out the players. Mm. i got to be honest, I, I, I'm glad of that. I'm glad he's calling out players. Yeah. I think he's at a point where he knows if he can't defend them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's only so much a management team and the coaching team can do. They can give them all the ingredients, but the team have got to do it all on the pitch. And ever, well, for as long as he's been in, and I'm not blaming him on this, um, or blaming this on him, um, we don't take risks. We just don't. In the final third... If it's not something that's you know dead easy final ball, we just don't do it, and then we go all the way back. And if we're not, you know, if we're pushing up the pitch, we will go back the halfway line. Sometimes back to Steve Bender, which I don't mind. If there's nothing on, then you do go back, yeah, yeah, set, yeah. you draw them out. Well, yeah, because that's the style but, of play we do it. Yeah, and I, I don't mind. It's fine. But sometimes, like, there's there's nobody looking for like that killer pass mm. or strikers are constantly making runs. You see it all the time when Obafemi's playing; he's constantly looking for that run. Um, Piro not so much, but he he does occasionally look for those runs. 
and the ball never comes, whether it's over the top or whether it's through. Um, just nothing ever comes because they're looking. They're always looking to go out wide to pass it to the wing back to get a cross in, and it, it baffles me why we're always constantly looking for crosses into the box when we're a team of fucking midgets. Yeah, we're never going to win those headers. No. Um, what was it? Uh, our last game. It was a stat when it came up. Um, Piro coming from no, not Piro. Uh, another one where we come from behind in the second half. Oh yeah, yeah. We're second we've, in the league, we've, we've, we've gained something like the most points from from, from losing positions. Yeah, yeah. But it shows we are then. It shows resilience. Yeah, but let's be, let's be honest, right? I I think away from any cameras or microphones, if if anyone close to Russell Martin sat down with him and said, right, what's the biggest problem that you're up against? I'd be amazed if he's not bitching out the likes of fucking Oberfemi and Patterson, yeah. who showed so much promise. And I've just proven to be absolute fucking wasters. What's happened to him before? He's just fucking a knob. And Cham. He's been a fucking knob. Yeah. Well, he has, is he? Yeah, because Oberfemi is still sulking because he can go to Burnley. Uh, now, right. You know, you go two ways, don't you, when you can't get a movie you want? Make fucking Burnley pay more for you in the next window. Mm-hmm. The time between the fucking one transfer window and the next, you fucking bust your ass, you show them what you're about. Because they're on their way to the Premier League. Yeah. So they're not just looking at you, Michael no. Oberfemi. They're looking no, left, they're right. Look, you know they're, they're, probably, they're probably looking, 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 now. Probably looking beyond him now. They're, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Probably. So he's done himself no favours. Yeah. But he's hampered us at the same time. Is that time. why he's been left out of the squad then last couple of I think so, yeah. Ah, right. You well, think so, or you know? I mean, I'm pretty sure right. that's why. We haven't read anything or such. Well, he's made a couple of comments about oh, it. Oh, is he? Martin, ah, right. Without needing to get his head down. I mean, look, you arrive at the club. I, I may be wrong, but wasn't he a most expensive signing in the summer window that we brought them? It was two two billion. Yeah, in the region of. Well, I would have made it so then. Yeah. Most expensive signing, and he didn't touch a first team for a while, if you remember. No. And there was there was questions about his attitude. Yeah, that's right. Was a fucking being really unprofessional. Uh, and then he was he was dropped then for being a salt base wrestler. Yeah, something yeah. like that, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, and then he kicked on, showed a bit of form, which obviously attracted interest from other clubs. And then, like, the minute he couldn't go, that was it. Yeah. He chucked the fucking towel in. But Sham was like that as well, I think you told me. I, no, I, I haven't heard so much about it. Like, I, I don't, and I can't see. Like, Sham's only been a, a bit part player for us. He's been yeah. in and out, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, or I, I, like, there's no way he's attracted the level of interest of a Burnley where, no. you, where you feel like you have to force our move. So I don't think it's that with Sham. Mm. But it, it kind of makes me, I, I know he's in piss poor form, mm. but it kind of makes me respect Peru, the fact that he's, He's still showing up for us. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, yeah, like a no point did he shy away, I don't think. I don't know. I, I, I question his attitude myself, see. But he's there. He looks so relaxed though. Like, don't he? get me wrong, choice, right? he? He's not playing well. Well, you say that, but I evidently don't like, he does. I don't like being in work, but I'm still there. Again, <laughs> you say you say he doesn't have a choice, but he clearly does, because Patson took the month of fucking January off, and I'll be amazed if he doesn't do the same again. Oh yeah, good. Do you know choice. what I mean? So he does yeah. have a choice. Yeah, but with Piro, who else is gonna go up there? Uh... What do you mean? Well, we've got no one else to go up there, really. Well, that's what I mean. No, and, and that's why I respect the fact that Weiss is in piss poor form and he must be fucking frustrated with the situation himself. He's there every week. Yeah, he's yeah, training well and everything. This yeah. is this is a stat that came up the other night during the Reading match. Obviously, mm. the, the numbers will have shifted ever so slightly from the point that this stat was made. But yeah. at that moment, he'd had 67 shots in the Championship this season, ranked second. Yeah. Goals, six. Down in ranked 20th. 20th. Yeah. 
shot conversion, eight point nine percent, are ranked sixty ninth in the league. Mm. This I, is this is a player that couldn't miss yeah, last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah but right. I think is a factor. Second or third. I, I I think what's hard is if you if you're, <coughs> if you're trying to picture most of the shots he's having, we we play against fucking two banks of ten. Yeah. Oh, we do. Home or away. Yeah. And that's that's our fault part. It is our fault. The style we play lends us up to that. They have to do it, don't they? Everybody knows they just set up to beat us. They just sit in deep. Let us us go at them because we're not really going to unlock them. And then we'll fucking make a mistake and they'll just go fast against us. And that's how how they pick their moments, don't they? You ask any striker in football, right? At any level, what's the ideal game for you to play in end to end? Both teams are going full throttle for the win. Yeah. End to end, because that you get in space, you get space behind you. People get sloppy and make mistakes. Yeah. The type of fo- football games we are watching just don't lend itself to to a striker being able to score twenty no. goals. I don't think. But well, I mean, that's why you see Peru drop in all the time. And it's one of them. It's like right, we don't play with wingers. Is it, c- can we say that our number tens are performing well enough no. to be worth sacrificing wingers at this Not point? Not really, but I like Kendall when he was playing in the ten spot. I I do as well. I did like I like that. I had a lot like, of energy. I like Ollie Cooper and Ollie Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Not forgetting him. But I I I feel like when I'm saying I, I like Kendall and I like mm. Ollie Cooper, I have to remind myself. Hang on, now I'm I'm referring to a very small part of the season. Yeah, of course. Same, game, you know? same. Yeah, Where they emerged. And yep. look good, and everything was fucking rosy. Everything was good. You know? Now it's we've bad. Not won a game we've since. Seen them since. So what have we got instead? Mm. We we have one. If you think wing Patterson, where's the time? We have one wing comes on, don't do anything. You know my thoughts on Patterson. Yeah, since yeah. January, yeah. and it sounds petty, Same really, but but not. He took the whole month off. The transfer window closed. He was literally in the following game, and I remember he took a corner. Yeah. And the crowd was quiet. It's a liberty. We are we have yeah. quiet. Let's, let's have it. And he's like fucking geeing up the crowd. And I yeah. thought, mate, don't fuck. You know, yeah. I've been there all just, month, yeah. mate. Don't fuck. Just try yeah. just been trying the old mental yeah, health card for a yeah, month, exactly. and then you're trying to g the crowd. And you're trying to g me up when I've been there all month, freezing yeah. my taking, fucking tits t- off, taking everyone for mugs. Yeah, you are taking the fucking piss. Football mm. supporters ain't that fucking stupid, and no. we ain't that fucking forgiving either. No, we're not. But there we go. Some of that stupid. I, I honestly like we're going into a January transfer window and. I would imagine we're in a position where we have to sell to attract. Anyway. Well, we've been well. Nothing has been mentioned about selling yet, but we have got a couple of contractees coming up, and we. I. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I think. I think when you're 16th in the league and not showing any sort of quality in either box as we are, mm. I don't think any of our players would be top of anyone's list. But in winters... Um, so I th- I think any any links our players will have away from the club will come later in the window when clubs whose shortlist they are on have exhausted their options. Yeah. Julian yeah. has said, or in his, in his uh, Big statement... Jules. Big Jules. I haven't read it. Um, have you read it? You can fill us in on that. Uh, briefly. Yeah, yeah. Well, mine was more or less brief, but when I got to the transfer part, um, they have been looking already months before. And he said he is going to be active. So, um, for, uh, that quite surprises me actually. For anything in particular? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. Yeah, they wouldn't give that amount of detail away. No, no, it doesn't mm. say. But that, that um, does surprise me though, because like I said, we, we, we're not a wealthy club anymore. No. We, we are limited in what we can spend. We're only turning over £20 million a year. Mm. You know, that's. that's, that's, that's Sometimes that's a player, isn't it? That's a small business. Huh. 
You know what I mean? That's, players in the championship. That, that revenue is of a small business. Yeah. Um, so we've got to be realistic about what to expect. Mm. Um, but it, it it suggests then that there maybe is a bit of funding available. Um, but to be fair to the club, they are pretty sensible as well. They don't yeah. do any last minute panic. By they've said that in there as well. Yeah. In that, yeah. You know they they are they are sensible. Um, I think our scouting in the last few years has improved. Um, the concern I've got currently is getting Manning to sign an extension. I know. I I seen a lot on Twitter. Ah, oh, fuck him in, fuck him off. It's not as simple as that. He's, he's one of our best. It's not one you he, want to fuck he off. He is. Um, he's one of our best. He's one of those players. Yeah. First of all, you you get in three positions out of him. Yeah. yeah. You get in the left side of a back three. You get in a left wing back, and push comes to shove because he played most. Because he played yeah, like I said, left of a three. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And um, where he played most of his career at Rotherham midfield? was midfield. Yeah, yeah. So you're getting options from him. I know we haven't used him as a midfielder yet, He's but I know that was a As a midfielder. Said. Possibly. So I'm sure we had this conversation. And I hope it's a case of the agent going, you know, right, don't sign that. They can do better than that. Yeah. See how we go. I hope it's that as opposed to any yeah. sort of concrete interest and, and real desire to leave. Do you think he wants to have a look at the transfer window first? That could be a possibility. Well, let's, See let's, let's look at it objectively. He'd be silly not to. Yeah. You'd be doing it. Yeah. We'd all be doing it, wouldn't we? We'd yeah, all be thinking, absolutely. right. We would, yeah. Let's see what let's they're bringing in. Yeah, let's see what... Um, well, let's see what's out there for me as well. Yeah. Because his contract is up at the end of the season. It's not up at the end of January. You don't have to rush, No, so that's what I mean. At the end of the season, say, but he wants to have a look at January. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, look, and unless our offer is... right. You know, unless his agent says to him, right, look, to be honest, I've, I've had put the feelers out, you ain't getting this elsewhere. Yeah. Sign it now. Mm-hmm. Unless our offer is of that standard, of course well, he's going to sit on it in Jan- led, January, isn't he? I'm led to believe that the club have made their max offer to him within the wage structure. Um, because now, obviously, that we've offloaded a lot of high earners. They've now got a wage structure in place and there will be a, a, a limit on what the club is prepared to pay any one player. Yeah. And I'm led to believe that the last rejection was, was of the club's max offer. Right, OK. Have we got anyone going? As in, is Not anyone confirmed. definitely no, going no, at the end of the contract? Is Norton's uh, contract up at the end of the year? Possibly, but I, again... Or is it get one year from I, I, next year? I, as I such? think with Norton, we tend to go... One year extension. One year extension at a time. I don't know if it was a one year extension on top of what he already had. I, I think where we're lucky with Norton is he's he's at an age where he ain't thinking like the grass is greener. Oh no no no! His family he's settled. Yeah. He's been here. Years. He's been here a long time. Now. I think it'll be much like, and I and I would be surprised if the player and the club aren't on the same page of right. Let's see where you are at the end of the season. Like, how, how much like you played. Rutledge. Yeah, what your contributions been? Yeah. Let's have a look at it within a wage structure. Can we give you another year and we'll go from there? I, th- yeah. I think both parties at this point. But there's stage no one finalised as in running out their contracts and go in. I don't, no, I don't believe so. And and thing is, we're not. <coughs> like, no club thinking, all right, we'll pinch Norton. Because it's no. pointless. We don't know how many years they're going to get out of him in January. I don't know if we sign him in January. And his team suits him, really, doesn't it? Am I right in thinking Piro's contract's up at the end of this season? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. It's not what I feared. I'd be surprised if it is. We know what we need. Well, we think we know what we need. We know what's going to help us. And um, now it's about trying to get it done as quickly as possible. But uh, never straightforward, is it, January?
obviously the window's coming up. Um, pointless speaking about how we've been playing, because I think pretty much every Swans fan would say the same thing at the moment. If the league was decided on possession, we'd be pissing away with it. Oh, fucking 80s, I saw it, think, Lars. Ma- Martin's already said it. We're toothless in each box. We're not ruthless enough. So yeah. how do you combat that in the January window? Where, what areas should we look to strengthen? Well, we, we, we need another centre-back that can pass the ball. Okay. Harry Darling. A, a lot of our goals, or their goals rather, the opposition, have come from defensive errors, isn't it? Yeah, certainly in the start of the season. Um, for me, I we uh, sent the midfielder short. We tried replacing Downs with Joe Allen. Joe Allen, that um, didn't work out. What we were getting excited about with Joe Allen was an idea, it was yeah. a theory that it would be like it was before. Exactly, it's yeah. not because for a number of reasons, injuries. injuries. That's it. His body's broken. He's he's towards the end of his career, so yeah. so to ask him to sort of be a constant in our our team. Yeah. Was never going to be a realistic ask, so no. I think you need to supplement that with somebody. Yeah. I'm 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 grateful for the way Jay Fulton's played this year. I'll be honest, well, I, I don't know why Fulton didn't didn't play where we went to Joe Allen or where Downs was. I think it's because charming. I think because of the, with the three of them, right? If you take a midfield three of of Jay Fulton, Grimes, Joe Allen, and Grimes, right? Mm. Now I see. As a lot will, Joe Allen yeah. and Grimes will be our link players. Yeah. So um, whether that's taking it from the back four and breaking through the lines, transitions as they all like to call it now, whatever, that's their job primarily. Yeah. I think you'll see Grimes do it more on a box-to-box basis yeah. and Allen operating more in the centre so circle. To consider well, Fulton's role, as far as I see it, because I've literally seen him do it a number of times, is when we've got two midfielders back and the play breaks up, he will he'll be the one player allowed to break out the midfield to go and press high. Like I've seen Jay Fulton as a centre midfielder blocking their full backs, trying to clear the ball up a pitch a number mm. of times. Yeah. Because he seems to have that licence mm. to go and do that. Because the other two are our mm. silky players. One of them needs to sit because he's getting to the end of his career. So Jay Fulton has our licence to go. Not not free role because that suggests more of a silkier mm. footballer, but to go and help the press from the front. Yeah. Go and but get it. Go going and get back, it you said Joe Allen, didn't you? And Grimes as as a, as a midfield too. Yeah, yeah. But we but haven't had that, though, have we? No, we have. Well, we haven't consistently up to no, now. They haven't played together all that often. No, very no. personally, I'd like to see when in possession, Fulton actually taking a more attacking role because mm. he can shoot. He can score. Well, he scored from outside the box, didn't he? Uh, not long back. And he can do it. He, he scored that free kick as well. Yeah. He can score. But again, we, we, we're we not set up to allow him to do that. Because he, he can do it. We've seen yeah. it. Uh, Sham remains a mystery for me because... I want I, him to be a success. Yeah, same. And I've been critical of him in the past. Yeah, but, I, but I've also seen moments of, yeah. of class. class. Yeah, yeah. Now... How how good to us as a player who can have little eight out of ten moments switching it on and off, and he but, but not it, a seven it, out of ten sort of consistent consistency like, in his game. You know, he's like our Messi to Ozil. Yeah, he reminds me a little bit of how Selena's career with us went towards the end. Yeah, luxury. Where player. he was quickly seen as a luxury player, 
and not trusted to start as many games as perhaps you <coughs> thought you would have. I know with Selena, a lot of it was, you know, he was never going to play a lot under Cooper. No, Cooper no. was a safe manager, like to play in a safe way. Um, but for me, it, it, I don't know, it just feels similar to me. But um, but yeah, that's what I would be looking to strengthen. It's, it, with, with with Nacham as well, he's 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 like well, you've already said that he's clear, he's got class. There's no doubt about it. His his I've ab- seen him in a World Cup, but no. his ability is not in question at all. Um, there in the World Cup, he scored some absolute belting goals for us at, at pivotal moments as well, especially when we're chasing a game and he's come on and... and Played against it. Brazil as well, didn't he? Yeah, well, well, that first one, that first pivotal moment for me was looting away and he got mm. that equaliser. It was that bloody volley outside the box. So it was an absolute belter. I can't remember the fine details of the goal. Yeah. Though. But that, that was a moment where I thought, oh, Christ, okay, something's happening now yeah. and he's going to kick on. And he, his peaks and troughs, his fits and starts with him. I want him to be a success, but I'd like to see that level of class from him. More. Yeah. You can't say every game because no, nobody will. But I'd never say but, every game. But more. Definitely, Definitely more. Yeah. Let me pose a transfer-related question. As a club that clearly has a limited budget and um, can no longer attract the sort of loan players that we used to be able to attract, mm. do you think we shop enough in the lower leagues? No. As in League One and League no. Two. And that's what I was gonna actually bring that up. And and if not, why? I I was gonna bring that up, right? Because I was gonna say our scouts either need to find hidden gems abroad, which we've we've done quite well in the past from doing that, but our scouting network's far smaller now than it would have been in the past. Um or we need to look downwards. There will be players in League One that are too good for League One. Got yeah. No doubt yeah. about it whatsoever. Um, and we should be looking to maybe capitalise on that. There would even be players in League Two that yeah, are too yeah. good yeah. for both those leagues. Yeah. You could even say, look at someone like Paul Malin at Wrexham. Oh, I plucked it out. Yeah. You know, he's far too good for the National League. But he, yeah, he's, he's far too good for the National League. He. The problem uh, is, oh, I, the, sad thing, the sad thing is, we probably, probably couldn't, couldn't afford him. him. We couldn't pay yeah. him what he's getting. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know. no, it, they, it was a massive coup for them to get him. I think when they bought him, what was he? He was the League One top scorer. Uh, no, the League One top scorer is good enough for the championship. How old is he, though? I think I said like 28. Yeah, I was is he? 28. Yeah, yeah but you, you ain't having Paul Mullen here. How do you sell that to him? Oh, Paul, come down to Swansea. He worked out for Lee Trendle. Oh, Best friends of Ryan Reynolds, don't worry, meet Chris Brown. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. No chance. So, But do you know what? I, I think a lot of it is... If they don't go up, boy, I think he'll end up getting bought by someone. He's only there to like... When it, I, 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 I wonder how conscious football clubs are of when they are targeting players, how much they fear fan backlash. How much of the... the the, the club's demographic supporters, whatever, I still got that mentality of, ooh, fucking hell, he's got to be shit. He's from Mansfield. Do you know what I mean? And does that sometimes put the club off? Because as a manager, whether you're making the signings or not, well, we bought it, someone. It will, yeah, it will yeah. Yeah. One we bought. Well, I was just going to this. Ogbetta from Shrewsbury. Ogbetta, yeah, there we are. I actually, I was quite excited by that because I thought, right, we're buying from down the league. So he must be shit out in his league. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I'd love to see what he can do in the championship, but we haven't seen him. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen him. We've seen him once. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I tell you, he reminded me of 
if you can cast your mind, I, we're going back a couple of years. Let's put that in here. He yeah. came on, right? And he, we all seen his interview, yeah? He was like a kid who won a fucking competition. He was yeah. buzzing to be here. Yeah. And we all thought, fair play, that's refreshing to see a footballer not give you a standard interview of, you know, yeah, you know, it's part of the journey for me. You know, it's like, he was generally yeah, yeah. enthused to be here. So I thought, right, I'm on board. And he came on, I think as a substitute, played on the left wing back for us. And he was like fucking bambi, like his feet. He was excitable, you know what yeah, I mean, in his movements. Yeah. And I said to you at the time, I said, I'm not worried about that because I genuinely he, think... He settled down, yeah. He reminded me of Christopher Peterson when he played for us. Mm. He was all like action and good intent. I liked him. But couldn't control his feet. And, and I think, right, give him a chance and he'll settle down. Yeah. He'll settle into his role. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Playing in a stadium, like the novelty will wear off eventually and he'll be able to focus on his football, what he's good at and what's got him. I think Wolf was a bit like that, eh? I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. When agree. he settled, he actually turned into a yeah, real yeah. decent player. Really well. And, and he, he also, started scoring. And he also settled into a position for us where he'd never played before. Yeah. yeah. And, and he did well. Yeah, I mean, now look, up a now there's, there's a player, I was reading about him recently, that he, in Germany now, is being branded a flop. Yeah. Because... Well, he, he, get me. It was a big. It was a big transfer fee that they paid uh, a lot for him. Was it Munch and Gladbach? Munch and Gladbach paid a lot for him. It was eight and a half million they paid for him. Now we've seen him for a whole season. Yeah. He's not an eight and a half million pound player yeah. yet. It could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. could be, yeah. but not yet. Um, but I thought he was good for us when he did settle down. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I really liked him. I got, yeah, I got, yeah. I got, it was I got one quite of attached to him. When, he was very when, energetic. When his when his loan move yeah. ended, I think we all realised. Right, he he's, he's not going to come back. back. No, no. For for the the reasons of he wants to go back, he's had a successful time with us. Yeah, it's yeah. natural for him to want to go and try and translate that to his parent club yes. the following season. Yeah. Hasn't worked out that way for him. Um, I'd take him back in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, I would. Because I yeah. I genuinely think, and I'll contradict myself slightly because we've spoken about how amazing Manning is, but Manning's amazing as a third centre back for me. Manning is amazing in the midfield, potentially, for me. And Manning could also be effective, as he has, as a right wing-back. We are lacking a quality wing-back. Whether yeah. we use him on the left or the right, yeah. that certainly needs to be an area where we need to strengthen. Yeah. And um, I tell you... Lad de Boudier, in, in, in no world is he a fucking wing-back. No, he's not. He's a centre-back. And he's a centre-back in a Steve Cooper squad. Where he's not required to do a lot of running. Yeah. Um, now that's and that's for me. That's our biggest weakness. Is that weakness? Sorry, is our centre backs because they are Steve Cooper esque players. So we've yeah. got yeah. Cabango as a as a defender, a central defender, who's required to only do defending. He's great. He's yeah. great. Absolutely great at that. But when he's got the ball at his feet, he looks like he shit his pants and he wants to get rid of it as quickly as possible. On the short game. But then he sort of surprises me now and again. He'll do this like 60-yard crossfield pass that's inch perfect. And I'm thinking, where the fuck's that come from? Yeah. Um, for, for me, like, when I, when I look at Latibudia playing wing-back. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I, just... I, I think back to the right-backs that I would have watched growing up, right? So I'll give you two, right? I'll give you Cafu and I'll give you Gary Neville, right? Now... Both played for elite clubs. Yeah. Both won everything it is to win, right? Yeah. Apart from Neville, who will never sniff a World Cup in his life. Yeah. But there was a reason why. And Man United 
towards the end of Ferguson's reign there, dabbled in formations. Mm. That's why Raphael played. Mm. There was a reason why Gary Neville was never deployed as a wing back and Cafu was. So because one the of them was physically explosive. Yeah. And one of them wasn't. And Cafu had more flair as well. Now Latte is not physically explosive. No. Ethan Laird had the potential to be. I think we he, won't, no. he, he got caught up too much in his own hype, I think, with Ethan Laird. But I, I would certainly say he got caught up in his potential attacking ability, if that makes sense. He would you'd see an enthusiasm from him on the ball going forward, doing step overs. Not quite the same enthusiasm and bite when when trying to recover possession for us. That's yeah. my take on on his time with us. Well, the thing with Ethan Laird as well was as soon as somebody could match him for pace, every ball that went into him went backwards because he just wouldn't take the yeah. guy. He wouldn't even attempt it. Yeah. Um, Boudier, I'm not even joking. I could beat him in a hundred meter race. I'm 34. My BMI is probably about the fucking same, and I I can I would bet my fucking house I would beat him in a race. And it's one of them, isn't it? It's a strange. He's a strange player because. I think to a man, if you ask any Swan support there, do you like Lad the Boudier who keeping him in your squad? Most people would say yes. He seems to be the Alan Tate of his day, doesn't he? That's a good that's a good comparison, you know I mean? actually, yeah. Because what you get from him, like we're bemoaning his lack of quality going forward and how he's not suited to a wing back position, I think there's fault. Defensively, he's alright. And what you get from him is fucking total commitment. Yeah, like you, you holding up Latte Boudier on one end of the spectrum with Patson and Oberfemi on the opposite end. Yeah, do you know what I mean? One's got all the attitude. Like, like give me an Oberfemi with Latte Boudier's attitude. Well, then because be... you'd have a fucking superstar. I was, well, was going to say that he'd be in the Premier League. You'd have you? a superstar, yeah, but we'd have a bit of money in the fucking bank yeah. end as well. The but... um, a- a- another slight concern that I've got in terms of transfer, I've got no doubt the clubs, the club has looked at this, and you know. It, Many steps ahead of where we are, but we since being relegated, we've had to rely on sellable assets one to help with the running costs of the club, and yeah. two to generate transfer revenue for us to bring in additional talent. I think we're getting to a stage where we're running out of sellable assets that are going to make oh, a significant massively. a significant difference who, to who we bring in. Like, I would always say. That Grimes is almost sellable asset. Yeah. But now that he's signed that long term contract, no one's going to touch him. No one's going to touch him. And even if they did, we're looking at a maximum of what, five mil? Yeah. Which is, is, is fuck all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can blow, you, you can shop in the National League and blow that's, five mil. That's three months, three months turnover for the club. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, you're right. I, I can't see. And it, it looks as though, which was never going to be a surprise um, since the club took the decision to not operate the Category A Academy. It seems like the talent there seems to have dried up. Don't know how you feel. Like people I, will say, Ollie Cooper, Ollie Cooper. It, it, it's, it's that enough. I, I, I went to this fans meeting thing not so long back and the Category A status of the Academy was what I brought up. And the way it was demonstrated, it, it's the differences between category A and category B and attracting young talent and the amount of input they get into their career, the differences between the two is actually negligible, but the operating costs between the two are quite substantial, the difference. Um, and what, so what Julian Winter did was he drew a, um, 
almost like a bit of a graph. Mm. And he said, so this is, in this box, we've got um, unknown talent abroad or people that are coming towards the end of their academy time that are waiting for a shot at the first team. He yeah. said, so we're actively operating in this sector. Then he said, then we've got young lads that are ready to go into an academy. He said, we're actively operating in this sector. And there was another sector that he was talking about, which would equate to Category A. And he said, we're already doing this without needing a Category A academy. And I forget exactly what it was now that um, that he said was in that box. But yeah. it basically filled in that gap. And once... Once he'd answered that question, and to be fair, he didn't answer it like a politician. He came, you know, he came head on. Yeah. There was no bullshit. There was no fluff. He said it, you know, there was absolute clarity in his answer. At the end of it, I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with that, actually. Yeah, it's, it's like, right, okay. It's, he it's explained it. Yeah, he explained it far better than I've just attempted to muddle around it. But... So I, I'm content that we don't need a Category A Academy. The Category B... Or Cat 1 and Cat 2 or however, I can't remember. It's A and B, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm content that the differences between the two are negligible. So, so, so was the general sort of um, vibe of his answer then basically, look, I understand that it's, you know, it's not ideal. No, know? it was just we, we, we simply don't need it because right. the differences between A and B are so little, it's just not right. worth it. When And then... In the in the three operating areas or, or scouting areas of operation that would be filled um, for young talent, we're already operating in them. Like like the, like the only like the only obvious difference I can see in the, in the change of category is is the opposition, the caliber of opposition you'd face. That's it. Because um, when we were category A, we I've watched us play Porto's youth team. Yeah, I've watched us play clubs like Juventus. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And you know when you see fucking they playing against. I don't know, Connor's key fucking nomads or whatever they'd fucking play. It's, like, so it's, ah, it's gone on. down now, is it? The character. Yeah, it went, oh, it went well, a couple of years ago, yeah. yeah it's going to be, is it? Yeah. It, yeah. it saves uh, something like £3 million a year, something like that. Right. And when you take that as a chunk of our action. What's changed, though? We've just oh, right. gone over um, it all, but what, when you take that as a, as a percentage of our revenue versus what we would get back, it's it's. Mathematically, it just it just doesn't add up, yeah. and yeah. like I said, the differences between A and B are so negligible that it's not worth those extra millions of pounds. When that actually that could be spent on getting oh, yeah. three or four <laughs> players who are, you know, not quite say making it in the Premier League because getting into a Premier League team through an academy is notoriously difficult. Yeah. So we could maybe get two or three of those. Michael Oberfemi is a, is an example of that where. He was at Southampton. He was he wasn't going to be breaking into the first team. All right, we paid near on two million for him, or in the region of that number. And he's yeah, he's probably ideal for the championship if he can get over himself and not think that he's bigger than the championship. Is is it scoring for Ireland as well? See, is it? Um, is it? Look, like, who have Ireland been playing? Well, no, I'm just saying. You know, when you score for well, look, you know, let's yeah. be honest. When he's when his head is right, he's got ability. Oh, yeah. Um, is Apart it, from his first touch, is it is it naive of me to say that in lieu of a category A academy, we should be identifying those academies that apply the principles of our own football club and looking for what drops out of those? That makes sense. It depends at what level those academies are, as in what Premier League level. Then yes, and I've got no doubt that the clubs doing that with some 
with some serious energy. I've got absolutely mm. no doubt. And then uh, look look at our squad. And um, a- another example of that, we've just been discussing Latibodia. He's in the Man City Academy. He's never going to break into that Man City first team. No. We got him at probably a steal. I don't know what the fee was, but it, it yeah. wouldn't have been expensive <clears> if, it's come, if he's come to us. It might have even been free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and and that that represents, and I, I, we'll obviously be talking about free transfers. We're, we're talking more summer transfer window, but that represents our best chance of recruiting quality, far more than the loan market does, because we are now where under Cooper we were a sort of regarded as a playoff team, and you have to remember under Cooper we were closer to a period of time where we were known as a Premiership club. Yeah. So the longer you go without being a Premiership club, the, right. the appeal you have to players sort of diminishes slightly. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and we were linked with James McTee, mm-hmm. who turned us down for Sheffield United, yeah. and is doing really well. So we are no longer the big hitters that we once were in the loan market. No. So we have to go and operate primarily in the free transfer market. Mm-hmm. I think. And I think another club to me, and again, I've got no doubt this is happening. With their newfound wealth, they'd be sniffing around Newcastle. Because again, now that they can pretty much buy whoever they want on the planet within yeah. reason, yeah. how many of their youngsters are going to be breaking through? Yeah, That's another yeah. club I'd be sniffing around. We've, we haven't had a lot of business with Newcastle over the years. No, I think we sold to them the Fernandez eh? And uh, Shelby. Yeah, we got Freddie one me. I think Shelby oh, went yeah. to Liverpool first, or did he? Well, we got him from Liverpool. Oh, from Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. So Liverpool's a club we've had a lot of business with over the last few years. Uh, Man City, um, again, they're, they're, they're again they're two clubs that they would you probably be Tottenham. We've had a bit... No, I... yeah, going the other way, yeah, yeah, the other way, yeah. But, but we got him from Hull. Um, we had watching him. From he was part of uh, Stephen Kingston deal. Wasn't he? That's right. What's uh, our left back? We had he's a Cupiano. Right, Ethan Led. Yeah, yeah, we discussed him. Did we? He was, yeah. He was alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's definitely the free market we need to go in. Um, but where are we finishing in terms of the league? I know it's a big question to ask at this stage. For me, 12th. I know the way we play and everything, but we're only one point off promotion um, at playoffs if we win tonight. So, you know, for me, I think we'll we'll get to the playoffs. I'm I'm staying positive for the playoffs. Twelfth, I, I, I like your optimism. Is yeah. is twelfth is twelfth enough for you? No, considering I, everything. I, 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 no, and I know you have to say I, no because we should always no, be aiming for high. Yeah, no, I say but no because in the real world, with what we have, is twelfth. I, I, I'll say no, right? Because last season I was very, very, very vocal when people were getting on Martin's back. I was very vocal, and I was always saying. Don't judge this season. You know, we had no pre-season, lost players, blah, blah, blah. Not his squad, everything like that. Said, so just leave him alone. This season's a write-off. That's the time to get to know the squad. Judge next season. Well, this is now next season. Yeah. And I would like to see us higher. Re- realistically, I want to see us in top eight. Yeah. But, you know, I, I personally, I don't see that happening. Well, I, I'm I'm inclined to agree and disagree with you because I think we will finish round about twelfth, but I would be happy with that because I think that puts us on a solid footing for next year. As in, right, the squad we have haven't really been involved in a relegation battle, whilst not challenging for the promotion places either, and I think that will make us attractive enough to prospective players that we can recruit well in the summer. Yeah. 
But I fear as well, the longer that we're sort of sitting in mid-table obscurity, we just become another Preston North End, another QPR, mm. just floating around the middle. Yeah, trying to trying to maintain that as the status quo. Yeah. I just got a good feeling. I don't know why, I don't know what it is. Christmas, the yeah. Style, yeah, it might be. The style of football we are playing, when it's on, especially the latter part of the the you know second half, where we tend to claw it back as such. I know we're behind already, but we tend to claw it back. I'm just very positive. This, this is where we're... Players are starting to see it now, huh? We contradict ourselves a little bit as well, right? Because what you just alluded to there, clawing back points from losing positions, that shows resilience. Yeah. But at the same time, like we've seen moments of brilliance this season, and then there's times where I think, Christ, we should be we should be challenging for this league yeah. when we're in form. Yeah. But what I also see, as well as that resilience, is a fragility, a mental wow. fragility... And you just saying, Christ, imagine imagine these were on it every single game. I know. But then again, if my you know, if my auntie had a dick <laughs> my uncle. <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. Oh, we we quite fucking spursy, and we. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah, yeah. quite spursy, yeah. like. And um That's why I'm positive. That's why I'm yeah. saying the playoffs. Well it it does. It, sh- it shows hopefully January will help as well. Hopefully transfer. It's it's a, it's a weird stat in it that that we've gained the most points from losing positions because yeah. it tells you one thing but it also tells you another. Yeah, it tells you like right, yeah, but it, it, that tells me we fucking keep going behind in games before <laughs> we do anything. Yeah, which you know. But we also have so, so, by a few goals. So that's not sustainable, a, is it? Is there a problem then in the players being motivated? Are they lacking motivation? I don't know. Is it a goal gives them a kick up the arse so they think, oh God, the fans are going to crucify well, yeah, us. Yeah, this is why I think as yeah. well, Russell Martin's clamping well, down. Let, well, let's be honest. Tell them every week. You know, they, they hardly come out to the fucking San Siro, do they? No. And this is, this is a debate we've had before. The, the atmosphere at the Liberty can be very flat for long periods of time. Yeah. And I think that... Um, there is a, an element of responsibility of the fans to g up the players. A bit of a stadium to like as well. The, the, the pessimistic oh, yeah, fans. We've been the red. The pessimistic fans yeah. then that think the world owes them a favour will go. Well, no, they should give us something to shout about. Which uh, you know, to an extent, yes. Compromise. Meet yeah. each other halfway. It's got to be. It's, it's got to be a bit of both. It's got to it? be a, a. You know, it's mutual. It's got to be like a sixty-nine, mm. not just a blowjob. So. Nice analogy. <laughs> <laughs> nice analogy. There we are. We've just lost all our female listeners. <laughs> no, no. no I think we, we might gain a few because we're, we're, we're giving, giving you damn worth it. <laughs> yeah. No, we might gain a few because we're giving a bit back, are we? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> on our note, should we go and watch Watford fuck us in the arse? Yeah, let's go. Come on in. Rossi's first. That's a good shout, actually. Yeah, I'm starving. There he is again. It's a lovely ball through to Perot. Yes! Come on! What a ball through and what a finish by Joel. Comes away to Darling, can he hit it? Drives it low, comes back out, smash yes! it! Yes! Come on! Liam Callum! Come on, Liam! That's what I spoke about before the game. I wanted him to get a goal. The work that he's put in, what he's done coming off the bench. I'm so pleased for Liam Cullen to get that goal. And that's a great ball. It's just keeping the ball alive in that box. Perot! Left foot in! Yes! Oh, stunning goal! What a finish, Joel! Come on! And Perot. 
Swansea, could they get that fourth goal? They play the ball into Grimes. Matt Grimes squares it across. Yeah! It's four! <laughs> get your wallet out, Ant! What a ball by Matt Grimes. Anyone else shoots there? Great passing. Joel Atabodier puts it away. All my Christmas money's gone, Trans.